0: This episode is brought to you by Chef Master Silver Edible Spray, Kosher Certified. What a spray! What a lovely spray! Alrighty, <clears throat> All right, here goes the intro. Let's see if I can get through this in one shot. Okay. Welcome to a special episode of This Bullshit Right Here, a podcast where my friends watch movies I don't like, and I think they won't either. I'm Tyler, your host, and with me today is Ron, your host. Say hello, Ron. Hello. And uh, today we also have a veteran of the podcast, Katie, who is also your host. Hello. How are you doing? How are you doing, Katie?
1: I'm doing great. Um, I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to this episode.
0: All right. So uh, for this episode, we watched Chrome, the series, episode one. Ron, tell us a little bit about Chrome the series episode 1. Well, I feel like this is a little bit different.
2: Uh y- you would hear the this the name Chrome episode 1 and be like, "Oh, so it's like Star Wars." And they're like, you know, not too far off. There's droids. But this is actually a TV show that was one of the one of the first things that gave me life during the early parts of the pandemic. So, watch this first quarter 2020 and just like story, I could, I could I'm, go, I'm eventually gonna tell you about it, but Amazon Prime has is just an absolute, uh, just the the most massive receptacle of the most trash movies you've ever seen, just nothing but zero budget, not even for Skinamax Flair, and I eat that stuff up, especially uh, from stuff from like the eighties, seventies, sixties, because it's, it's a weird time capsule into people being um, sleazeballs. Uh, and I thought that this movie was going to be the same because the first 10 minutes are exactly what I, I was there for. But then it continued, not 10 minutes, first one minute. And I didn't watch any more than that before I sent it to you. Um, and then I watched it after you are like, Ron, this is
0: a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I received this link from you. Uh, and with no with no more context so I, I watched the preview I'm like well okay I guess I'm gonna have to watch this so I um, I, I threw it up on the uh, television and I got through about the first five minutes I had to stop because it was it was difficult to to get through this I'm like I don't know if I can do this but Ron sent me a thing to watch so I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best oh it's only it's only 30 minutes for this first episode I, I think I got this I, I can do it so I watched the whole thing. And I had so much confusion uh, that I had to go on a, a research hunt, and also I could not, <clears throat> I could not contain my words to talk about it. So <clears throat> I'm going to give you the, the. There we go the
2: the synopsis from IMDb, and y'all can tell me if this just sounds correct. It is. In the future, robots led by one called Chrome. Fight to gain freedom from the slavery of an oppressive planetary government. Actually, I think that's one of the more... What, actual, what do you think what, about as, that journey? As I say it out loud.
1: Feels like it gives a lot of credit to what this is trying to do. Um, I think the trying is probably the, the key word in that sentence. It is aiming for that synopsis. Whether or not it arrives, I think we will discover on the podcast.
0: That's true. So uh, after Ron and I talked about this uh, movie for about, uh, I think, five times its actual runtime in in minutes, uh, (laughs) we came upon an opportunity uh, to share this with other people.
1: Inflict this upon (laughs) other people.
0: Tomato, tomato. Um. You're not wrong. But Katie, I don't why'd you, you let great. us do this to you?
1: So I had gotten my second shot of Moderna the day before. Was running a temperature, not feeling super great. Had um, just watched Pacific Rim, which was the ideal not feeling well movie. It was so good. And uh, Tyler was like, well, if you have time, I mean, this is only 30 minutes. And I was like, 30 minutes? We just watched all of Pacific Rim. What's 30 more minutes? Uh, it, was, it was a lot longer of a, a 30 minutes than I anticipated.
0: It was a, it was a real long 30 minutes. Uh, what I found in my research in this was that um, this was something only a creator could love. Uh, it took 20 years to produce these 30 minutes. Uh, And from the looks of it, you could see the 20 years of technology change for budget movies. Uh, There is some phenomenal practical, like uh, costuming and stop motion miniatures. Uh, They're beautiful. And then they just dumped all of them onto every layer in the film with, uh, you know, 2001 cgi i don't think they ever tried any more cgi after that so yeah um it's okay you came on the podcast uh to to share your feelings about this movie how do you feel about chrome the series episode one uh what's something you liked about it
1: i do briefly want to go on the record to say that if you search for this you will find that it costs 2.99 on amazon and i did not pay two ninety nine. Um, <laughs> I took advantage of it while it was free, and I just I want to put that out there before I express my sentiments. Um,
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I would also like to go on the record <laughs> and say that I also did not pay any money for this.
1: Yes, I think I think that is important. Um, just for anyone who might be listening to this who feels so inspired after this conversation to seek it out. You should be aware that there is now a cost barrier and um well, we'll get to whether or not we So you're saying, saying Okay, so So you're saying
2: the thing that you like most is the fact that it comes with free shipping. That's I think that that's basically what you're saying. It's like, Hey, well, I get stuff shipped in my house. All it cost me was to watch thirty minutes of this movie. <laughs>
1: So, yes, that is for sure. Um, the the free part, I think, is essential to my the, the things that I enjoyed about it. I think that if I were out $3, I would have less positive feelings toward it. Um, but I'm not. Uh, I think... So, something I actually will give this is that it does have um, a female protagonist, which is nice, because we don't get a lot of that in in superhero movies and there are many problems with this as well but I will at least give it the the bare minimum which is that there is a woman in this show and she is the person we follow and that I will not endorse it any more than that but I will say that at least it is a female human being on the screen
0: (laughs) yes yes that is true uh that is indisputable (laughs) and I guess in the in the name of equality there is also a male sex bot <laughs> with two thousand one c g i between uh his sternum and uh his pelvis uh to make it look like he's a floating one yeah um yeah well that's definitely a positive
1: okay yeah it's- I mean whether or not this walks feminism back a long ways um <laughs> I think you could make a case for but there is at least a female involved, so I'll say that. You asked me for a positive, I'll say that.
0: Absolutely, no. That's a that was a stellar positive. Um, so, what didn't you like about the film?
1: But I want to hear what Ron's positive is.
0: Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. Oh, I'm a very uh, inconsiderate host. I
2: the the biggest positive for me watching this film is it 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 inspires all like, it's not just that it's cause I can't say much about the story. Cause the story is basically um, ro- robot John Wick, Harriet Tubman goes and tries to like liberate robots from humans. Like that's, and it's a world that's really bad. Like that's, that's pretty much what the, what the story is. um. And like the acting's not great. Um, special, like I, it's hard to talk. Cause, This movie is is such a labor of love. That is the thing that I love the most. Like I can't really tell you that this is a, a great piece if you look at it just purely like textually, but as a creation that lives with other creations, it's phenomenal. It is it is one of the most amazing things that I, I that I that I saw yesterday uh, last year. Uh, it would be pretty much. Like the of the top three things that I saw last year with my eyeballs, it would be "Portrait of Lady on Fire." If Bill Street could talk and chrome the series,
1: I that is some some high praise.
0: Ooh, now that needs to go into a five star Amazon review right there. Y-
2: yeah, I, I was hoping to hold on to that to to the end because that's not really a thing that I like. That's just me saying that I like the thing. Um, Fair. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, very very few pluses. I guess. Um just audacious amounts of editing, uh a, a an unbelievable uh eye for depth. Um you, you know, it's it's so hard to talk about. I wish people could see it. Because it's, it's yeah, I'm a I'm a whole... I have more to say. But Tyler, what did okay. what did you like about it?
0: Like Um, as somebody anything, who Uh, As somebody who uh, builds and paints miniatures as a hobby, uh, this was a masterpiece of 30 minutes for the stop motion. I mean, we all know that stop motion uh, is a terrible way to do anything. It takes maximum effort for something that definitely looks always fake. But the, the miniatures and the props that were in this, uh, it was an amazing amount of detail that I almost never see. Um, unfortunately, so and so the stop motion miniatures as well as the costumes, like sometimes you couldn't tell what was going on with the costumes because they layered about 17 different filters onto it. Uh, but if you get the glimpse of it, it's like, wow, somebody tried really hard with those costumes. And it's like the miniatures are like, this was somebody's somebody obsessed over this miniature for years and they it turns out they actually did but uh they they were top notch uh, as far as the the practical i keep saying practical uh, as far as the miniatures and costuming they didn't skimp if it was something bad, it's some but something somebody tried really hard to do and then failed. It wasn't a matter of them just like eh, whatever, and no with no care about it. Uh, but the uh, the miniatures were were fantastic in that film. So there there there's a, there's a thing I liked about it. Yeah. Is there anything you didn't like, uh, Katie?
1: Well, so first I'll <laughs> say that I agree with you. Um, I do think that those are positive I think that anytime someone spends this much time on something it's it merits recognizing as an accomplishment in itself just because it's it takes a long time to create what they've created and to stick with a project that long just um, suggests yeah. something about the, the creator that I think is, is pretty profound um, that being said uh, I think so I will again I you know had a fever was in a in a Moderna induced haze uh, while watching this Um, I, I had a lot of trouble feeling like it hung together and I don't think that's the result of Moderna. Um, and I find the premise, uh, problematic.
2: How so? What do you mean?
1: I think I just, I, I struggle with the way, the execution of the way that they, they tackled this robot versus or robot liberation from human (sighs) premise. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to use that word again. Like, I think that they, I think that what they tried to create was not necessarily fleshed out in the way that they they could have actually fleshed it out. They kind of, um, I think they kind of dropped the ball in a lot of places just by I don't failing to create like a I don't know a story that I felt invested in rather than kind of built up and then dropped by like I felt like I didn't really think the acting was that great I didn't really think that the um effects were that great as we've kind of talked about you know like a lot of things just didn't hang together that this feels like a lot of disparate parts that attempted to come together rather than a cohesive singular unit of thing that I can say, oh, this is what this is about and this is what this was trying to accomplish.
2: I think disparate collection of parts is actually this movie's thesis. Like, if, <laughs> Yeah, like, that's... I, I think yeah. that is what... I mean, I call it a movie, but they, it's a TV show, but it might be a movie. It, they might never come out with another episode. Like, um, it's, it's exactly that and I think that ties into the story of, like, reading about it for me makes it a little bit better. Uh, I'm going to read you... This this excerpt from uh, a, a article that I don't know how to pronounce menaf dot com. Uh, please, hopefully, it's not a terrible site. But just this little bit. Based on Timothy Hines's 1994 epic screenplay written when he was handed a lymphoma death sentence, he was misdiagnosed. It turned out to be muscular dystrophy. his script for Chrome the series follows the intertwined fates of a runaway slave robot whose human injury inhibitor is broken. A repair bot deeply entrenched in the robot underground and the scarily void of humanity, uh, of humanity, of humans who hunt them down to honor, uh, to earn honor and money. Uh, The story explores the weight of robot AI servitude and the nature of slavery and identity and the deep desire of freedom and the danger in believing that playing by society's gates and rules will lead to glory and success which that i think is absolutely um giving this uh, way too much
0: but those what, were all technically in there yeah i mean it's also yeah, actually, when it read that
1: way it's killer that's so cool i w- i want to watch that
0: <laughs> right where's that movie can we can we watch that movie uh mm-hmm. i will say that is uh that is my it did mention my two favorite characters the two uh robot freedom fighters that that rescued her or the one that was here. And then we saw like the two going around the ones that were just all stop motion. Loved those characters. They had like nice banter. We didn't see any humans like talking, but yeah, they just had all the time in the world to do their voice acting for it. But I, I was invested in only their story. The two bit characters, which we saw for probably about, I don't know, 10% of the film. (laughs)
2: I mean, ten percent of a thirty-minute thing is statistically statistically significant. Uh, the, the, yeah, this this is a thing that I think was made to be schlock, kind of like Zena or Hercules or Cleopatra or, uh, uh was it Briscoe County Junior? Like I think it was or Doctor Who, but like that early '90s style of. Pretty person doing action stuff, Don't doesn't matter, it'll be cheap, we'll put it on at 2 a.m. And they got, I don't know, three quarters through the first episode, and production was canceled. But this was a passion project for somebody that they held on to and worked on consistently for the past 25 years, not using any more technology than the the Dell or Gateway they had back in the mid-90s. This is something that that is accidentally an art piece rather than uh, like a, a good bit of like story fun, good good bit of mo- movie magic, because for thirty minutes, like say for a for a hundred minute uh, feature film, a action movie or a sci fi film usually has like fifteen hundred to two thousand shots in it. I'd say that Chrome has double that in a third of the time, and every single frame, because some of these frames, like some of these shots are only on screen for a second. And they go on into infinity with layer of buildings and uh, filters and robots and skyline and background. And it's just hundreds of layers and they're all moving and blinking and they're only there for a second and they never show back up ever again. I cannot imagine putting any amount of effort into anything as much as this movie
0: like i'm, I'm truly inspired by it I
1: think yeah that, we can
0: make a movie with this if they can
1: <laughs> well i think that you've gotten into kind of what my what my objections to this are because like i mean like we said the review i mean rather the summary that you read i would love to watch that movie um but it kind of is only in bits and pieces if at all in in what's presented in front of us and so well it is a passion project and it is um, I think that that is commendable. I think that this could benefit a lot from decluttering, um, and it it definitely needed an editor to kind of go through and and streamline the messages and streamline the story and, you know, say, well, maybe we don't need like another, you know, whirl buzz clank explosion. Like maybe we just need like some audible dialogue, and then we can continue the story that way so that's I mean my objection I think is more on the technical side than it is on the the story side because I think that the premise is fascinating but I think that the execution just drops the premise like a lot of this a lot of what we're seeing is kind of the result of this being an amateur passion project and so it's like look what I figured out how to do and that's cool but there's not, there's not a story where'd the story go I can't hear the story over the the fireworks that are happening.
0: Yeah. That jetpack chase scene, what felt like it was about a million years long and could have probably taken up space doing some louder dialogue.
1: Yeah. The pacing is off too. And more of it. (sighs) Yeah.
2: Okay. So I believe that this should be uh, in the Met on like repeat all day, every, every day on the, on the top floor. Like, I think it's, I think it's amazing. Uh, so I shall ask, I'll ask you, Katie, Chrome the series, episode one, is it bullshit?
1: I, I think I have to say it is, and I really don't want to, because I, anyone who does a passion project like this, I want to like respect and honor, but in this particular case, I think that I can both respect and honor the intention and also say that the outcome, yes, it is.
2: Tyler, same we
0: question. <sighs> well, I mean, I already I guess that that will be the question after that. Uh yes, I I think this movie <laughs> right here is or this, sorry, this episode one uh is bullshit as presented. Um but as the following part of it, uh, I obviously did inflict it upon somebody else, so I would recommend somebody else watch it. For $3, I don't think I could say. Um, we've talked a little bit about that uh, turning it into an art piece, and I've seen art pieces where they do have the, you know, a movie short on loop, and you just put a whole bunch of stuff around that meet the theme. It would make a fantastic art piece that nobody would have to sit and watch the entire thing on, and that's important they can just look at it and see all of like the beautiful layers and they look all of the stuff around it and not have to sit through the whole movie. If they did You uh, not have to sit through the whole movie.
1: I so. agree with that. I think that it would benefit from committing one direction or the other. So either, you know, polish, refine, edit, bring forth the storyline and walk back thing, everything else, um, and actually <laughs> fulfill the premise or, accept that really what this is is, is visual art um, and kind of, you know, a visual compilation of different kinds of art and play it as such. You know, stick it in a uh, some kind of offbeat museum that could just have, like, a bunch of different screens going at the same time and you can just kind of wander and watch and there you don't need context.
0: Oh, there we go. All right. Uh, does anybody have any final words? Uh, are we all gonna show up for episode two uh in uh twenty forty one
1: that's the pace we're on
0: I check uh, that's back. about the pace we're on for episode two yeah see
1: you i twenty one years
2: every week to see if it, if the second episode's popped up i I would just in a, case
0: somebody sneaks it in right
2: I have a google alert for
0: specifically
2: <laughs> from the series episode two
0: glorious so yeah uh <laughs> Tune in to, uh, I would say, what, that would be our episode, like, I don't know, 400 uh, for the special anniversary episode oh, goodness. of we get the Chrome episode the series. Hopefully we can make a living from this. Make a living from a podcast? What? You one could Maybe dream. all my commercials will pay off, finally. Well, okay, Katie, thank you very much for joining us on this. And uh, I'd like to say I'm sorry, not sorry for doing this to you. Um and I don't expect forgiveness.
2: Oh I, I, I was gonna say, I want you to know I didn't do this to you. Was not oh, me. No,
1: I know. I okay. i have the the text message records. I know exactly who <laughs> is in fault for capitalizing upon my post vaccination state. Um no, it's I it is the kind of thing I would say if it was still free on Amazon. It's not that it is worth watching, but that it is, it, watch it if you want, because it, it's an experience that you can have, and it only will take up half an hour of your life. But again, it is now $3, and so I leave that to you, the listener, as to whether or not you wish to undertake that financial burden.
0: You heard it here, the maximum cost you should pay is just time. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, you have yourself a good night. Wait, one, two, okay.
2: three, and then clap. So on four or
0: on
1: three.
0: One, two, on three, four. Clap. Okay. Yeah. Don't you don't you start that? Yes, clap is beat four, the end of the measure. Okay. <laughs> Here <All right>. we <laughs> go. One, two, three, clap.